Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we want to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Lucas Rosheski, and he's a professional direct response copywriter with over $50 million in client results since 2004. He has also personally trained and guided over 100 junior copywriters who are currently freelancing, running their own businesses like you, or working for publishers like Agora Financial, Mindvalley, other influential companies. Now, he served 10 years in the military as an officer in the National Guard and now lives in Los Angeles with his wife and three Australian shepherds. So you can find him at lucasrasheski.com. I'm going to go ahead and spell it for you because he's very fancy with his name. So it's Lucas, L-U-K-A-S-Rasheski, R-E-S-H-E-S-K-E.com. So go find out more about him. He's going to bring some value to this show. Lucas, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, I mean, you nailed the short version, and I don't want to bore your listeners with my whole history. Um, I, I'll make a, I'll make one moderate correction. Uh, I've been doing this whole entrepreneurial, working with businesses thing since around 2010, not 2004. Um, and so that was, you know, in my journey, which we've briefly discussed before this podcast. Uh, I kind of have two main things. The first thing was being a copywriter, um, both as an in-house copywriter for some businesses and then uh, later on freelance with multiple clients and multiple gigs like that. 
and then a training company that I started off the back of the freelance copywriting. So, so let, me, let me ask you with the training company and then we'll get into it, but let's not do it yet. But sure. just the question, the training company is that you're now training other uh, newbie copywriters to kind of make their first 100K or next 100K. Is that correct? correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's more of a jobs training than, a, uh, than an income training necessarily because, I mean, the two second version is there is no true A to Z training on how to be a direct response copywriter in today's marketplace. It doesn't exist. And there are lots of resources around it. I created a program that basically goes A to Z. Wow. All right, cool. Interested. You got my intrigue frame going there, buddy. Well done. All right, let's get into the money game. How much gross revenue for context, my listener loves it. How much gross revenue did your business do in the last 12 months approximately? So uh, calendar year 2018, we were at uh, 250K and the, uh, that, no, wait, that, that, yes, that, sorry, that's correct. 250K, a uh, year before that we were at 300. So we're, we're consistently doing six figures on both ends, uh, both freelance copywriting and the training company. So that's kind of what we're looking at. It's not quite at the half a million dollar a year mark yet. Um, and I haven't been able to scale it to a million, but we're getting there. <laughs> Is that an itch for you right now? Um, the number, not so much. Um, I think it's, it's more of a expansion of the, of the program. I, I'd like to see it impact more people right now. It's small group. Um, my own freelance copywriting stuff is exciting as is. You can only handle so many clients for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? All yeah. right, so Startup Nation, right out the gate, Lucas is letting you know he's at, he just did 300,000 the previous year. He did 250 this year and he's less focused on the, the number, the financial, but he's more focused on the impact that he's having in the world, in his community that he's working with. So right there, like catch that. That's a little wisdom nugget for yourself. Are you focused on the money? Money's important, we get it. Mm -hmm. Or are you focused on the impact that you can have? So Lucas, how long did it take you to go from zero to crossing the 100K mark? How many years in business, months, what? So that's a great question because I think this, um, this belies, uh, one of those myths, you know, like the overnight success or the rapid expansion that nobody talks about the previous amount of time. So I talk about it on this yeah, show. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, I think, so I, I began my business journey in 2010 when I realized that I didn't want to be a full-time military officer. I, I was in college going through the ROTC program and simultaneously drilling with the National Guard and realizing that I didn't want to be a full-time officer. I wanted to live a full life with my uh, girlfriend who would become fiance, would become wife. Um, and, and so I made a very fundamental life shift that I was not mentally ready for at the time, but I did it anyway. And then from that point of making that mental shift of realizing I needed to do something else other than full-time military began a journey where I was educating and learning everything I possibly could and eventually stumbling into my first 100K, which was freelancing uh, in 2013. So uh, three years from zero to 100K, is that about right? Correct. Yep. Awesome. All right, Startup Nation, you was, heard I, it I'm again. about calendar year. So, so I, made, uh, I was making income for those years, but calendar year 2013, 100K. Yep, got it. 
All right. So three years it took him to become an overnight success. That's how it works, Startup Nation. Don't buy the lies on social media. It's baloney. You got to hear the backstory. What was the suffering like? What did people sacrifice to get to what they wanted to have that impact, that influence, et cetera? There's yeah. always the story behind the story. All right. So here's why I invited Lucas onto the show. One, he made his first 100K, but that's not enough. He's all about impact. And number two, he was referred by, you know, another guy who's uh, the real deal, who's influential out there in the space. And then I'm, I'm going to put a number three onto it is that he does copywriting. Copywriting is so freaking important uh, in your marketing plan, Startup Nation. When people show up at your website, what are they what do they, what is the first thing that they see? Is it something that's just all about you or is it something that elicits the deep burning pain or struggle that they're going through in their life and immediately like pulls them in uh, involuntarily deeper into the conversation that you're already having? Is that a good way to say it, Lucas? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's how to communicate persuasively. And whether that's words or audio or written, you're, you're communicating in a way that uh, is persuasive to the person that you want to be persuasive to. That's copywriting in a nutshell, for sure. Cool. So let me ask you this. I'm going to put you on the spot, right? We're going to test your, mm -hmm. your try marketing <laughs> chops, your copywriting chops. What are the three biggest mistakes you see in copywriting for the novice uh, small business service oriented business that just getting going, they're struggling. That's my listener, right? They're 90% mm -hmm. of them are struggling to make the first 100 K you go to their websites. What's the, the top three mistakes you see in their copywriting, the messaging on their sites? Great question. So for the novice business owner, first major mistake is trying to reach too many people, too broad of an audience. Um, it's, there's a scarcity mentality that comes with that, where you think if you don't talk to everyone, you won't get anyone, but the opposite is true where the, the less people, the more specific you are in your messaging, the more likely it is that not only those people, but the tangential people will reach you. Um, so going too broad, main mistake. You know, uh, it's awesome. Let me pause for a yeah. second. When you see people do their Facebook lives, <laughs> what's the number one greeting that people start with when they do a Facebook live? Oh, I don't know. I've seen so many. Give it to yeah, me. So I'll just put it out there. Hey, everybody. Yep. Like literally they break the number one rule. Don't speak to everybody, speak yep. to one person. All right, yep. so what's your number two? So number two is, is focusing, and this is, also, this is also from a matter of inexperience, but focusing on yourself rather than your audience. Uh, trying to explain your service, your details, the features of your product, um, the, the benefits that brought you, you know, to the product, whatever it is. If, if whatever the service is, whatever it is, focusing on yourself rather than focusing on your marketplace and essentially being selfish in your messaging, being me focused, that's the easily another one of the biggest mistakes that I see. So selfish marketing, that's really right. what we're looking at. Which is, and, and I, I want to caveat that because nobody thinks that they're being selfish. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not writing it like, oh, this is all but for me and screw everyone else. They're writing it in a way that shows their, um, almost their nervousness. Mm -hmm. And when, whenever, think about it, whenever you're nervous meeting a new person, what do you do? You talk and, and you usually like talk about yourself and you tell stories, you know, and you kind of like, you know, you, you, you babble a little bit, 
You verbally yes. vomit on them. Yes. And versus what people who are very comfortable and confident and kind of non-attached uh, to the outcome, they ask questions. They, they have a conversation. They are more focused on the person they're talking to than what they're about to say to that person. So that's the second thing is that mistake. Love it. What's your number three? Number three, I would say is not testing enough messages. Um, I think when people are new, they either don't test anything at all, or they put the first thing out and wonder why it's not working. Um, I, I think that not testing enough is one of the biggest mistakes too. And I don't, I, it usually comes from a fear of failure or a fear, like maybe you get, you get bombed once or you get one negative comment and it throws you off. Like that kind of thing is really, that, it, it's a definite mistake when you're starting. Get it. Uh, so what's enough? How do you know when it's enough testing? I think um, I'm a copywriter. I don't think there's ever enough testing. Um, but I do think that you'll know a message is resonating better when you start seeing more results from or more positive reactions. And I think especially when you become a little more experienced and you know what type of result you want rather than what you're seeing, then you can measure what your message is doing. For example, and sorry, that's high level. The tactical example of that is you making a post that gets a lot of likes and shares might be really gratifying, but it may not result in sales, which means you have to analyze the content or the message or the advertisement or whatever based on the merit of what you want rather than what it's currently getting in this social like internet sphere. Mm, so I think that's a, that's a big part of noticing what you're going for. So Startup Nation, what I'm hearing Lucas say right out the gate is when you share your content or write a post in your social media, if you share one post and it has all the likes and the hearts and you get all that self-affirmation, feel-goodness out of it, but it actually doesn't convert into someone who's in pain wanting mm -hmm. to hire you and, and swipe a credit card, well, what's the point? But if you have this post over here where it barely gets any likes or stars or hearts or anything like that, but someone reached out to you mm -hmm. and, and, and just swiped their credit card with you, which one is more impactful? Yeah. Right. And, and I think that's the real question. All right. So Lucas, you did a brilliant job laying out the three mistakes of copywriting. Mm -hmm. I really get that I blindsided you with that question <laughs> and that was to test your chops. And I think you're the real deal. Um, All right. Appreciate I, that. I can't argue those three. Those mm -hmm. three are valid, dude. I've seen them over and over again. All right. Let's get into your top three tips or strategies that you personally use, because we just spoke about, here's the three mistakes, mm -hmm. what are the three uh, practical strategies, tactical strategies that you use to make your first 100K in your copywriting business and that my listener can actually deploy into their business right yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm glad you asked me this earlier because it puts me back into where, where I was when I started and this is the advice I would give myself if I were to go back and say, hey, these are three things. So the first thing, I think is auditing your imperfect action. That's the first tip. Put that so, into plain language. So you should be taking action and you should be taking an enormous amount of action. But when you're new, you don't know what's right and what's wrong. You don't know what the best pathway is. And it's impossible to learn your way into the best path. 
Right, because you have all these blind spots. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. You don't know what you don't know. The market is always changing. You don't even know what your market really is yet anyway. You don't know what your product is yet anyway. All these things, right? So you should be taking massive imperfect action. However, massive imperfect action without analysis and auditing of what has been done and what is working and what is not working is very dangerous. You can very easily hit a point of stagnation or burnout or spinning your wheels if you just take massive imperfect action. So my number one tip is because massive action is a requirement. And if you're not doing that, then you know it, it's like if you want to get fit and you're not exercising and eating right, you're not going to achieve it, right? However, when you are exercising and eating right, you have to go back and look. You have to, okay, what were my calories that week? What were my workouts and the weights I was at? Because when you're measuring backwards progress, it's more clear. Hindsight's twenty twenty, versus guessing and, and trying new stuff without analyzing the effect. It's so I get what you're saying. I'm going to push back a little bit, right? Because yep. I know there's two different listeners listening to this show right now. The yep. first type of listener is the analytical type. That's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that lights me up, man. I want to go audit my mm -hmm. shit, you know, and I want, to, I want to see what's working. I want to see the numbers and everything. And those are the people at the gym that are sitting there tracking their results, tracking their carb intake, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And you got the other listener that's like, more of the free spirit. They hate tracking stuff. They hate auditing, yet mm -hmm. they see the importance of it. What would you yeah. say to them? So I, it's different for both. You know, copywriting, each one has a different reason. The analytical people get trapped in analysis paralysis and like crunching the numbers and don't take enough action. Or what they'll do is, is uh, get myopic and look at a specific thing instead of the big picture. Mm -hmm. You know, an audit doesn't mean looking at every tiny little detail. It means analyzing the whole and understanding. So those analytical people need to continue to take massive action and then analyze as they go. Got so it. kind of the 80, 20 rule. If, if mm -hmm. you've ever, you know, the Pareto principle, if you've ever heard of those. Sure. Um, and then, but the free spirits, you're a business owner. You're trying to grow a business. If you're a free spirit, then you either have to bring in someone who is analytical or, or, knuckle down and do the 80-20 of the analysis because there is no business owner on the planet has ever run things by the seat of their pants without actually either knowing or having a partner that knows what the numbers are. Great. You landed that plane. Awesome. All right. What's yeah. your number two uh, strategy? So the, the number two strategy goes in with number one and it's uh, discovery and data. So that's the tip, right? These two things when you're in your first in your journey from zero to 100K, your two main key performance indicators or KPIs is what we'll call them, are discovery and data. So this data is the past. That's what you're auditing, mm -hmm. right? Discovery is the future. It's what is coming up as you take action. And so your progress should be centered on discovering who your market is, what the offer is, what offers are working, what price points are working, you know, like that kind of information. And then by discovering those things and getting those discoveries under your belt as fast as possible, you have the data to go back and make good decisions and better, you know, that sort of thing. When you asked me this question, like what are your three tips to go from zero to a hundred? I thought, okay, there's tips and then there's how would I optimize what I did? Because most of zero to a hundred 
is mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's just making a boatload of them, right? Um, but there are better ways to make mistakes. It's much better to make a mistake and be able to understand why it happened than to make a mistake and have no clue. So that's why second tip is discovery and data. Make sure you're discovering as you go, but also tracking that data. I got that. Awesome. So I'm going to call it D squared startup nation D squared. You got to do data and discovery or discovery and data brand. Yeah. I love it. D squared brother. Take that on. All right. So um, what is, and and startup nation, I got to repeat this quote that Lucas dropped. There are better ways to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. There are better ways to make mistakes. Again, we're speaking with Lucas Rosheski. You can find him at lucasrosheski.com. Lucas, what's your number three tip or strategy you use to make your first 100K go? So the third tip is do not stop and go as fast as possible. I say that I train junior writers right now, people who go from not knowing anything to knowing how to be a very proficient copywriter in a very short period of time. The people who succeed have no standard pace to go through this program. Like they're, they're following along, but some of them turn in their assignment at the very last second and some of them are three days early. It's, there's no standard pace, but every single one of them doesn't stop and doesn't quit. And every single one of them goes as fast as is possible for their, for their life, for their lifestyle. I had a woman who's a single parent working 60 hours a week at a government contract job in Washington, D.C., raising two young girls by herself. And she still turned in all of her assignments on time a couple days early. I have also have single dudes living by themselves, living in a cushy job, working 35 you know, hours a week at a government job. And I, you know some contractors are, you know, it's pretty easy. And they were last second people or they missed assignments or they dropped off the map. Startup Nation, comfort is the enemy of greatness. Mm-hmm. It's the enemy of greatness. That first lady that Lucas is talking about in that scenario, she's got pain. She's got struggle, man, mm-hmm. right? And that's the friction that's needed, right, to really propel her into greatness. Do you yeah. want it enough? Yep, 100%. But then being not only honest with yourself, but also forgiving of yourself for whatever your situation is. If you're honest with yourself, you know, the single guy with no, you know, with no expenses living in and wanting to grow something, he could spend 16 hours a day grinding if he wants to. Mm -hmm. But the mom, she needs to make the two hours at night when her kids go down before she goes to bed count. And that's fine. Now, the single guy is going to beat her if he's hungrier Mm -hmm. because he has more hours, but she might be hungrier. So love it. It's up Love to it. such up great to perspective. So startup yep. nation, which are you? Are you the, the comfortable person who's <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't want it that much, but you keep telling everybody you do, but your behavior yep. is not reflecting your beliefs. Yep. Right. Which are yeah. you? You got to get real about it. All right. So, uh, Lucas, let's enter my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. All right, here you go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? The freedom, time, and energy. Got it. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, Clients. (laughs) That's real. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) What are you most afraid of? Most afraid of? Um, Regret. Mm, Yeah. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Planning. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What secret fear do you have about people? Ooh, that they aren't telling me the truth. Got that. What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? Overthinking is the enemy. Overthinking is the enemy, Startup Nation. What's a new habit you want to form? Waking up earlier. What's a bad habit you want to break? Staying up too late. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> kind of go together. Pick three go words. figure, right? Yeah. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, focused, intentional, and empathetic. Yeah. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Driven, scattered, and angry. Wow. Anger <laughs> can be a fuel, man. I tell you. It was. There's a story. <laughs> yeah, I bet there is. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Wow. Hmm. That is tough. I would say that the, the thing that matters is the feeling that you the feeling that you have about the connections that we have, if I'm talking to my family and, and my friends, um, I guess the, the feeling that you have about the connections that we have, because I think a lot of, I think a lot of connections aren't, you know, people miscommunicate, people aren't really clear with each other, what they mean to each other. You know, you might assume someone knows, but they, they may not, or they may not know clearly. So I think over communicating the value that those people have is so important because it, it really can't happen. You can't over communicate how much you care about those people. Mm, I love it. I think you're right, tough, Lucas. <laughs> no, Hey, I'm here to put you on the spot, brother. Yep. So listen, you know, I really think you, you nailed it. It's we're all searching for real human connection. Mm -hmm. Right. And Startup Nation, tell the people in your life you love them. You can't say it enough times. Don't assume they know and they can read your mind. You can't read theirs. Why, what makes you think they could read yours? Say it anyway. Mm -hmm. Why not? All right, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K this year in the next 12 months? Uh, it is possible now for more people than ever before in history. And the tools and resources are there for anyone, literally anyone in any situation who wants it. I love it. All right. And what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you if they choose? Uh, Google my name, Lucas Roszewski. It's, uh, it's up there, all the socials. Easy to, I'm easy to connect with. And go ahead and spell that again. L-U-K-A-S-R-E-S-H-E-S-K-E.com. Startup Nation, do you love listening to the show, your first 100K? Do you love guests like Lucas that I bring on? Do you want more of these high caliber guests and individuals that share their inspiring stories, that share their top three tips? 
I've had uh, listeners reach out to me and say, hey, Joseph, I literally just made my first 100K listening to this show and applying your guest three strategies over and over into my business, the ones that were missing. And guess what? It freaking worked. And I, I now want to be a guest on your show, right? I just had one of my listeners hit their first 100K, Lucas, like two weeks ago. Nice. Uh, on Mother's Day, he hit the, the 100K. And then I put him as a guest on the show like two weeks ago. Like the I total guess. rags to riches type story is freaking awesome, man. That's why I do what I do, Startup Nation. Did you also know that I do spiritual coaching, Startup Nation? That I truly believe real success is about more than just money. Mm -hmm. I've had both. And I can tell you, I'm happier when I'm connected with my creator. I just am. And I have real connection with others. And maybe you're going through a divorce or headed towards a divorce right now. I work with a lot of successful business owners and they're headed to divorce and they don't even know it. I save them a shit ton of money <laughs> because they get their wives back. And when they get their wives back or their spouse back, they get their lives back or they get their kids back. So I really address those things. So you can find out more about that at josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Jump on a clarity call with me. Let's get real about what's going on in your life and what you want. And let's see if we want to work together. Have a blessed day. Lucas, thanks for being on the show, dude. I like you, man. I do. You really showed up powerfully. Thanks for contributing to our listeners in over 85 countries and growing. You're a rock star, my friend. Congrats. That's God cool. bless you in your life, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for your listeners. Uh, appreciate the time. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.